20. Avengers Assemble is brought to you by Liquid Death. We're talking about that Liquid Death mountain water, but you can get it in two different types. You've got that sparkling water, you've got that in the spring water. Here's the best part about Liquid Death. It's not like when you go out there and get the little plastic bottles. You are saying that it's death to plastic and you're murdering your thirst because you get this little tall boy. A tall boy water. You can go out there, maybe you are, maybe you no longer drinking it. And you're just like, you know what, I want to look cool. So you get a nice little aluminum can, you're protecting the ocean, you're still looking like you're cool, and you are murdering your thirst. You check them out. They say it's death to plastic. You check them out www.liquiddeath.com. Hey, so everyone, we've got some big news here coming up on the Avengers Assemble. We've got a lot of news uh, going forward with Starmont Media as well. Uh, some of the things you look forward to, we have been on a hiatus due to the uh, Oscar fiasco, because you know I don't want to cover it. Uh, but the Weekly Shift will be back. Uh, we're going to actually be having one of our, some of our final remaining episodes as that show goes to a studio show in just a few weeks. And so there will be preparations for that. We're going to have some exciting guests that happen up on that. Here on the Avengers Assemble. More episodes. We are going to be doing a four-person format, so we have someone we're going to be introducing here today. Um, and plus, uh, we're going to eventually get a new co-host in also that you'll be uh, able to check and look at. But before that, coming up, foods that begin with the letter Q. We're covering white man can't jump here on the Benches Assemble, 30th anniversary. As always, you've got Suburban, Scotty Bauer, how are we doing? How dare you bring up my recent move to the definite suburbs <laughs> in this new episode. <laughs> Nobody knows where you live, nobody cared either, but you're always Suburban, Scotty Bauer. Uh, we are joined by the Mexican Sidewinder, Mikey Padilla, what's happening, yo? Yo, what up, bro? Yo, what up, it's your bro? man, the, it's Latino, man the Latino motherfucking heat motherfucking in the house. In the house. More like Latino cool off, right? Let's be honest. Here. Uh, we got a special guest. Uh, this man is—he's a fashion nova. He has a line out. He is also an artist. Uh, also, he is the pride of Michigan to bring a little bit of Midwest charm. Demetrius Washington joins us for his debut on a podcast, I believe. Demetrius, what's good? <laughs> What's up, bro? Glad to be here, man. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, we are glad to have you. Look, we wanted him on here because he has a lot of biases against players like uh, Tyler Hero and Billy Hoyle. Um, yeah, right. And players like Brian Scalabrini, and he doesn't like the fact that Dan Marley was ever That's there. false. All right. I, lo- I love Dan Marley on NBA Jam. Oh, he's heating up. Always he's heating up. Uh, he's on so fire. Look, 
<laughs> so, so look, we, we wanted him on here as he, he's the hooper and he's the best athlete of the four of us because, well, you guys know about Scott's advanced age. Uh, Mike isn't very fast and I have a brittle body uh, due to years of punishment and uh, just not really taking care of it. You know, uh, just really kind of coasted, pulled up team act. So Demetrius is a clear athlete here. Uh, he's also our ambassador of racial relations, our deputy ambassador of racial relations. Uh, we're here, we're here <laughs> talking about white man can't jump. All right, look. So, so quick, quick hitters. Hitters. Directed, directed by Ron Shelton. Shelton. He, he also did Bill, uh, Bull Durham. Uh, the, movie, the movie was released March 27, 1992. 30th anniversary came up. It seems so wild that uh, the 90s, something in the 90s was 30 years ago, but good lord. Uh, it was released through 20th Century Fox. Uh, Runtime of 115 minutes. The movie grossed 90.8 million dollars on a budget of 31 million dollars. Uh, huge success. Breakout movie. For both uh, Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, I want to get this. I want to get to this. I don't know who changed this to Ginger Woman from Ginger Man, but uh, what is your first thought on the film? So I can I can go. Uh, it was 1992, so I think I probably saw it in '94 when I was 12. Um, my my parents, parents did not, not care about, about me watching rated R movies as a young man, and um, I loved it. I had no idea about the racial significance of the movie. It was just like another movie to me that was hilarious, and I loved Woody Harrelson from Cheers, and I loved Wesley Snipes because he was hilarious. Nice. Okay. Demetrius. Yeah. Um. I believe I seen it probably about ninety four or ninety five. You know, about five or six. Okay, and some bad parents were. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> it's cold, man. You just pop out the VCR, dude. Yeah. Sit down, shut up, and watch this R rated movie. I mean, my family we we're we we're big on movies. Like okay, yeah, thousands right. of cassette tapes. I mean, like v- VHS tapes. Yeah. And, okay. Um, yeah, bro, I was too young to even think about race relations. Like, I just yes. thought it was a cool movie, man. I was infatuated with basketball. You know, it was it was just a dope movie. You know, a lot of a lot of dope fashion in it. You know, Jordans and you know the, the cool chains and all that. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was a cool movie. Mike. Mike. Um, um, yeah, basically, yeah, basically, I saw this, but it came out on cable, you know what I mean? Like, I had to watch the, uh, the TV version of it, because I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies, I wasn't as cool as some of you guys, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, this movie did a lot for the culture, and I think even, you know, living in the neighborhood, like, there's a lot of hype around it, a lot of people talked about it, uh, you know, a lot of the jokes and a lot of the stereotypes were definitely, uh, mimicked around a lot, you know? playing around the playground and everything so it was one of those things that you know you didn't quite understand it as much as a kid and I think rewatching it as an adult like you start to pick up on a lot of things where it's like oh shit it's like I probably shouldn't have been watching this as a kid but it's all good it's all good yeah you know I do have to say I picked up a move from that movie the 360 layup oh okay the 360 layup when he goes when he's doing the uh he's spinning but he the ball he's putting it behind his back I did pick up that move Scott, Scott, do you think you can guard him doing that? Probably not. I wouldn't I recommend that, that move in the game. No. Nah, <laughs> that's, that's just something you practice by yourself on the court. 
<laughs> I mean, the, 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 the reason it's a good move is because you're spinning, but you're still keeping the ball away from the defender. Yeah. If you were, it, it's like doing, the, like, everybody thinks a crossover is actually good, like, between your legs. It's actually not the crossover when you take a step forward passing the guy. That's the move. Like, behind the backside of the leg, right? Am I right? Uh, Scott, you know, Scott's over here sounding like, like Stan Van Gundy. Van Gundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, Popovich. Yeah, Scott, yeah. Scott, Scott's the guy when you watch an NBA game on like a Tuesday night and it's not on TNT or whatever, and you're just like, okay, I guess I'll watch it because it's basketball, but they didn't really spend a lot on the color commentator, right? He's not trying to be entertaining. If, if you actually just go and step in front of the guy, I, I can't stand what these guys do behind their, behind their back and do the leg. It's ridiculous. Let's be honest. It's, let's be, fun, let's it's be, fundamental it's basketball. Two hands per rebound. What, what did Scott, right. te- Scott tell me when the Cavaliers won the championship? So Scott probably had like seven drinks. Uh, At least. It was Father's Day. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking unbelievable. He didn't wish me happy birthday because it was on my birthday, but he goes, oh my God. And then I'm like, I'm getting prepared to get like a happy birthday wish. And then I was like, oh, you talking about the game. Then he messaged me later on. He goes, I guess he was listening to him on the radio because he goes, Huey Brown loves the loves the mid range shot, right? And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, all of his suggestions are do the mid range shot. And like Scott, Scott's got to be commentating like Huey Brown, right? Just yeah. Um, so check this out. Look, I I don't actually look. I, this movie was in my consciousness. I don't think I actually saw it until I met Scott, to be honest. Um, so this is probably maybe I saw this for, for the first time in full when I was twenty six. They had it on Netflix, and he kept quoting. What the heck? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't. Like, like, I knew, I was aware of the movie, and I knew the character's name, right? Um, and I knew about the trash shop, but I didn't, I couldn't tell you what the plot was, right? And I knew about the Rosie Perez uh, aspect of it, but I don't, I couldn't tell you the plot until I Scott kept quoting the Vista View line. And so, I go, all right, I was like, all right, maybe if I talk about it, I'll shut up. And so I watched it, right? And then I was like, this is great. So I was 26. Then yeah, I started rewatching it multiple times. times. Uh, uh, look, so, so thoughts when y'all first, first saw this, though. Or, or like, like thoughts as you rewatch it, I guess. Perspective on the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've probably, probably seen it, it uh, at this, this point, point, honestly. honestly. 29 times at least like I mean I, I don't know I was trying to think of I was trying to think of the amount of times like I've gone on flights and it was available so that's been like at least four or five yeah like that's at least been four or five um, and then I'm just trying to think about how many times I watched I watched it twice before this episode because I watched it once and I was just like oh, so good and I was stoned so I just like watched it again <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I when I when, when I first saw, saw like first time I saw it, I go, wow, I go, what the hell have I been missing? Like, I knew that I knew that like I was when I was younger. Uh, we, I was allowed to watch R-rated movies, but we didn't really have that many act that much access to it uh, to R-rated movies or any movies really. Um, but you know, I knew about the term, right? White man can't jump, and I knew that it was Woody Harrelson and West Snipes. Upon seeing it, immediately I go, okay, this is probably a top ten basketball film of all time. Oh, most definitely. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's a top, top 10, ten LA film of all time. I I think that this is peak. Uh, y'all are forgetting. Um, I, well, well, let me finish my statement to go to the what y'all are forgetting part, part, right? But I thought, I thought this, this movie, movie is peak chemistry, chemistry between two, two actors. actors. Uh, for it to for not, to not be, be a copy. Fucking great point. Yeah. Right. Especially a especially a black guy and a white guy that's not a copy. 
This is like up there with the defiant ones for me in terms of interracial casting and the people having chemistry. Sorry, Tony Curtis and Sidney Poitier, I guess. Or whatever. I know some cinephiles are pissed off. But they've done four movies together, right? And this, like, people forget they were in Wildcats together. Um, and, then and then they went, they went on to do Money, Money Train, Train, and then uh, Ron, Ron Shelton did another movie, the director for this. Uh, he did another movie, uh, was, I, think I think it was called, what do you call it, Play to the Bone, if I'm not mistaken. It's a boxing film, film. And, and so they, they were in that together as well. So it is absolutely fast, like, really fascinating that they continue to love it, they continue working together, the chemistry was off the charts just from the jump, and when we get into a little bit more background on the film, which I'll go into, you just kind of understand why the chemistry's there, but... Curious to everyone else's perspective on what, what this film means. I mean, like we said earlier, the, this movie was was huge for the culture. You know, it's like where the the Michael Jordan loving community met the Larry Bird loving community. You know, it, it was huge in the nineties. Like, yeah. I feel like it was a crossover of of cultures. You know, you see Sydney's game. It was flashy. He was fast. He was quick. But Billy's game, you know, is more fundamental. Billy wants he wants to get the bas- basket quick, you know, and old fashioned, and, and also he was a good shooter. And watching that movie over again, I did not see Sydney shoot a jump shot. <laughs> so you can also call that movie "Black Men Can't Shoot." <laughs> But that was but that was so real about the NBA in the nineties, man. There weren't many shooters outside of like Mitch Richmond, (laughs) Reggie Miller, like I'm I'm just thinking about like black black snipers. Um, Glenn Rice. Yeah, Glenn Rice. Dale Ellis. Dale Ellis, Hershey Hawkins. I mean, there weren't there weren't a lot as you know there definitely weren't as many as there are today. Like you have yeah. to shoot. Hardaway Hardaway was a little later, right? But he he was a little bit of both. Tim Hardaway or Penny? Tim. Hardaway or Penny? Tim. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tim Tim was nineties uh, when yeah. he uh, was on the Warriors. He's more of a what he called the the what he, uh, no, no, no no Tim Hardaway was on the he was on, yeah yeah he was on the uh, he was part of the Run TMC chart my bad yeah you're right uh, yeah he was he was the uh, crossover he was the uh, tech, the two step the two step from Texas Tech Tech uh, Utah I'm sorry oh yeah two step from Utah guy yeah no it's that's a good point uh, Sydney very uh, interesting uh, very interesting play style I'm like I'm curious is your perspective on this. Yeah, so my thoughts on the film, you know, I really think that for, like, the time that it was in, that it was it was filmed, that it was ahead of its time as far as breaking a lot of the racial barriers, you know, because you're making a movie that's titled White Men Can't Jump. And we're talking the early 90s when, you know, some of those barriers still already crossed over. If this was made in 2022, the way that they're remaking it now, I could understand, right? Because a lot of comedians, you know, and a lot of actors and a lot of people have really spoken out against, you know, the privilege, and there's a lot of white guilt, and there's a lot, you know, that kind of goes into us being able to speak out really against it. But in the 90s, that was still kind of a little unheard of, and for people to still accept it, and I think this really broke the barrier and kicked down the door to allow that to start to happen for other movies in the future. Um, And I could be wrong, you know, that could just be my take on it, but... I think that, you know, the biggest thing as well... I don't think you're wrong. The thing the thing that's different is that instead of... Look, I get it with all of, like, white guilt and all this, like, really, like, high-level intellectualism about, like, 
sort of identifying these things that have that have existed and it's probably really important but in the movie it was just like you can't hear jimmy and that was the equivalent and that's like a lot more relatable and in the 90s i feel like that's like the highest level that we were going to get so in a way i think it was really really good in that sense yeah, I mean, I, I think the concept that they took with it was amazing, you know, like, how many times do people overlook that goofy-looking dude that's out there on the you know, and just assume that he can't play, like, to, whoever came up with that storyline to say that, hey, we're going to make this movie about this guy that, you know, he doesn't look like he can ball, he's goofy, but in reality, you know, he's a college player and they're out there hustling, like, that's amazing, because I would be pissed if I was the other guy on the other end, judging this person and assuming that he can't play and that I just got hustled for, you know, hundreds of dollars. Alright, so how many of y'all ran that hustle on somebody? Not me. Not me. <laughs> I did it in darts one time. Okay. Uh, so but it, but it, was, it was definitely, like, white on white. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember we had, had uh, we had, uh, what do you call it? We had done this game, we had done this whack ass game where uh, we had to play, but like, I, I, they had some rule where you weren't allowed to like dunk, basically, right? And so we were playing three on three, and then I got chosen, and I guess like their whole thing is like, this guy is just gonna play inside or whatever, right? Uh, so I went, you know, went out there, uh, the, 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 I, I don't know if this is one of the uh, hustles in the, what do you call it, uh, that were necessarily in the movie, right? But I think this movie helped spur hustle culture. Well, what we did, we went in there, we just made it so we were completely ineffective or whatever, right? Um, and then, then we asked them to run it back for a bigger sum of money, right? And then I came out there and had like six free pointers on that ass, yo. You lying, but okay. how much how much you make then how much you make overall so 100 each each yeah so how many how many four for fours did you buy after that? No, I do remember. I remember I went to the locker room and then apparently when I got a text afterwards about my buddy, like one of them got punched or whatever for the situation. That was funny. That was funny. So I would I would I would have got my ass too, but I was in the locker room. So you know, I was in there talking all types of noise about how we smoke them. We just didn't want that smoke. Oh, oh yeah, 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 these, these guys really kick their ass, right? First of all, these guys were like football players, and like thugs, right? right? They, they weren't at like, like a rep pro program. They weren't one of those, like, you, you're like, like highly recruited, recruited, you get a 1.9, and then some schools, like, we'll just cover it up for you or whatever. We just want people to have, like, gang issues. Was this in California or Texas? Texas. Well, yeah, dude, people didn't start playing Texas, play basketball in Texas until, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or whatever. That's a damn, that's a damn <laughs> Wait, how many how many NCAA national championships does the state of Texas have? Uh, what? Uh, Baylor? One. Yes. And one was it? Oh no, oh, UTEP. UTEP and Baylor. No, UTEP is also doesn't count. How does that? Why? Because they no because they had an NBA payroll. UTEP in the sixties? They never won. They never won a tournament. Yeah, they did. They have a movie about Barry Road. 
Like, what is like, going, what's on? going on? You, you didn't, you didn't <laughs> good call. Good call. Good call. Yeah. 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 Very, Very easy, easy call, too. Not really that good of a call. Yeah. Yeah. They have those, too. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. So. No. I thought this movie. What I was saying, though. This movie helped establish. I think it helped bring street culture, number one, to the forefront. And, like. What I mean by that is. I'm not, like, saying. Some of y'all like. What? Juice came out the same year. Boys in the Hood. I'm not talking about that kind of street culture. I'm talking like. You just, you just happen to live on the streets, streets right? And like, like no one's, no one's dying. dying. You know, no, that, that kind of street, street culture, right? Like, there wasn't, yeah, exactly. There wasn't violence. I love that about it. Yeah. I mean, kind of almost, but they made it a huge joke, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think bring that and like how, just like how black folks talk, right? They joke, talk shit, you know what I mean? And like, you're, you're out there with people, right? You just joshing on them and everything like that, right? You know, you score on them right? All, all, they brought all, all that to the, the forefront, forefront, right? And, you know, you know I, think, I, think, I think that the, the, Yamama, the, the all the mama jokes apart from, like, remember the Titans, all of that was, like, an offshoot of, hey, white man can't jump, set this to be okay, you use films, films, you know? Or yeah, you, you go, go back, back and watch Coach, Coach Carter, Carter, right, where they're joking, joking uh, what's, what's that guy whose IQ is similar to Scott's, what do you call it? 120? Don't be tired. Even in Wildcat, you didn't really see a lot of the jokes happening, right? Or like North Dallas 40 or like a lot of crappy sports movies before this. Hoosiers were so serious. Yeah. I love Hoosiers. I hope we never do it because we're not going to have fun with that episode. But I think this brought like real, the realism of the sports film to... To, uh, what, do what do you call it? it? The, the realism of how sports and what you are as a competitor. And one of the things I appreciate this is that though it's a sports film, it's not a team sports film. Kind of, sort of. I, I mean, I think it's part a of it. Recreational sports. Well, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I think that. I think. No, no, no. What I was going to say was I think what was so unique about this movie, and I don't want to spoil the end. We'll get to it. But like, we never go to the plot. You can spoil the end. Okay. So, so even at the end, like. The, no, even when you win, you lose. Even when you lose, you win. Whatever, right? Like the, the idea is that it's um it, it wasn't like one of these other movies like Hoosiers, so serious or Glory Road or whatever, right? Like in terms of sports movies, about like the ultimate leader, some deity of a god or whatever, leads these young men to something. It was it was literally about like so relatable about how sports is individually to you as a person, and whatever level of that you are, it's still important, but it doesn't define who you are. And, and I, I think, think that's, that's really what, what it was. It, was. it, it wasn't, wasn't a sports movie, but it was. Um, and I think at the end, that, that was kind of the whole point of it. It was really more just a person-to-person relationship movie. Uh, I mean, it was a buddy pick, right, with, with sort of sports as, as the backdrop. Okay, yeah. Uh, so quick background on the film, a little bit more. So, Wesley Snipes reviewed a tiny Archibald tape and played it off six days a week in order to improve his game and prepare for the film. Um, Harrison, who apparently had played it a little bit in college, uh, both of them had to pass a test um, in playing basketball before they were cast. Uh, the, what do you call it? So, some other things, right? We, we touched on these, uh, the Yamama Joe's prices. Shelton would ask them, Wait, did you say Wesley had to? Uh, yeah, or, I don't know if he was required. They both had to take a test. In order to play, basically, oh. you had to be go through. I mean, Woody had to take a test, the basketball test, for sure. Uh, I'm just saying, it wasn't even like that. No, no, so, uh, so you're going to love this, Scott. I know you particularly are going to love this. So, Bob Lanier was a technical assistant for the film. If you guys remember him, Demetrius, you remember Bob Lanier because he's one of those Pistons players that doesn't do anything. Yeah, he's like a big tree. Yeah. Stayed in the middle. 
at the, the Bob Lanier, famous of uh, airplane uh, notoriety. If y'all seen that film, but mm. he was a technical assistant for the film. So what he had said was that Woody, that both of them were about D three level, and that Woody Harrelson were was a few leaps and bounds better than Wesley Snipes. No way. Yeah. So Scott's probably like, yeah, that you can tell that in the in the movie. I feel like. Yeah, that's that's that might be why, why you wasn't shooting the jump shot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little easier, easier to do layoffs. <laughs> I mean, right. Snipes had handles, though. Like, you couldn't really fake that. Well, yeah, but, like, they, all of their scenes, so one of the things, all of their scenes were also, like, all the movies that you see, uh, Ron Shelton said they needed one that the basketball needed to be authentic, so when you see them playing, they're actually playing and doing those moves. So, right. that, and, and they, they try, try to, they try to minimize as many cuts as possible, so the only cuts you would see are cuts, like, between scenes of, like, you know, talking and like that. Like, not necessarily the action on the basketball, but everything that happens off the court or when you see cuts. But everything else was pretty live, so you see, like, a loose ball happening, right? They're obviously instructed in how it's supposed to go, but they weren't told in terms of, hey, you do this type of play, basically, is what I heard. Right. Um, um, and apparently, Harrelson had played at uh, Hanover, Hanover College, which uh, Scott's, Scott's enemy, enemy Mike Pitts uh, attended. God, <laughs> whose enemy is he not? <laughs> well, well, Demetrius is a Mike Pitts fan. What? I, I doubt. I doubt that. There you go, lying again. <laughs> Uh, what, do uh, what do you call it? it? So, the only, the only, the only Demetrius who's a fan of Mike Pence is like the uh, Lucifer Demetrius Satan or something. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, yeah. So, what do you call it? All right, so, interesting note. 65 field goals were attempted in this film. Only 10 shots were missed by any actors. Damn. What? Yeah. Yeah. So, the 65 total field goals were attempted in the film, and there were only 10 misses. Uh, like, like so, so very interesting. interesting stat. Stat. So they were, so they so shot, shot like Dallas, like, like the Mavericks, and uh, when they won that championship, they shoot eighty two from the field. this is I. Yeah, yeah I don't know what. Like, I don't know what the hell. Like, Demetrius, you might have something about the. Most of those shots had to have been like consistent of layups from Sydney or something like that. Yeah, that's an insane. What the fuck is that percentage? No one here is good at math, especially Scott. So, Mike, you're the math guy. What's that percentage? Um, I'd have to bust out my calculator. Wait, how many shots were taken? Sixty-five were taken, and they made fifty-five. Basically. Okay, so then you divide it by ten. It's probably no, like in about 85 percent. Yeah. Good lord! All right, yeah. Uh, I, you know, it, 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 it is wild. Uh, I guess it's for it to be a street ball game and there being like quite a plethora of layups and like alleys that weren't really slams or whatever it makes sense. But that, that's just an insane number. I just love that some nerd when you look up that stat or like Sheldon say, "Hey, this is blah blah blah." Um, so, so other other part of the movie, really quickly though. So Ron Sheldon, he wrote the first 37 pages in one night. No, uh, that translates to roughly about 35 minutes of film, give or take. Um, also, two, gr- two grams of cocaine. This is like when you hear that, what do you call it, when you hear that Aaron Sorkin wrote the American President while he's on an acid trip in like two days or whatever. Is this comparable? So I'm not saying that Ron Sheldon was on acid, so please don't sue us, Ron Sheldon. You don't have the money to do that anyway. But if he were on acid, he wouldn't sue us. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, he was, he was at, at 
so, so he's, he's having trouble with uh, defining, defining women, women in the film, and so Rogers Block kicked in after 37 pages. Um, then I guess apparently he heard about you, he recalled the story about a friend talking about wanting to get on Jeopardy, and then Mary's like, all right, I think I know how to not waste Gloria, and he had that subplot, and then he's on and rolling for the rest of the plot. I wonder what made him think about getting a Puerto Rican girl from Brooklyn. Yeah, I, don't I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so random. Yeah, what is she supposed to be in the movie? Uh, Mike, Mike as, as, as the full Latino, Latino that's here. here. Um, what, what, what do you think, think that Rose, that, what do you think Gloria was supposed to be? What ethnicity was she supposed to be in this? Yeah, I mean, she's Puerto Rican in the movie. At least, like, I'll, I'll give them, I'll give, I'll give the writers that. Like, they didn't try to, you know, take a, a Latino and try to rewrite them as something else. You know what I mean? Um, but I think, I think. In all fairness, bro, because I, I rep New York, you know, obviously, like, you know, I'm associated with it closely. Um, New Yorkers are fucking everywhere, dude. Like, I, I meet people in the most random ass places. It's like, why did you come out? It's like, why not? Yeah. How did Billy get together? I mean, for all we know, she probably left the Bronx, you know, wanted to get away from the borough, met him, you know. Some random yeah, state. In the middle of Idaho. Yeah, he got into trouble yeah. with the mob and they took off, you know? Yeah, yeah. alright, so wait, where are Finally, we? finally, finally, I, as the only white guy, I can actually speak to this point. Normally, I have to be the ambassador of race, race relations and overextend my empathy towards others. Dude, for, for, Puerto Rican girls love white guys. What are you guys talking about? Name three real life entities that are actually and Ben <laughs> oh man, there's a. I'm telling you, I'm living that life. Not really, but like you know, I've lived it. Well, not anymore. How many? How, how many? How many have you dated, bro? Have you dated, bro? Let's flip. Okay. Let's flip the script. Let's flip the script. So this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Numbers. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have to qualify this because I said love. I didn't say life. Um. So that's where the qualification comes. Not not the amount to quantity. Is what you're saying. Is just Gloria Rosie. It was it was definitely uh, Monique, Shalanda, Kristen, Crystal, Yolanda. Hey, listen. I hate to reinforce anything that Bauer says, but I gotta give it up to him because I know I know a few uh, yep. I know a few that are definitely dating white dudes right now. But that's just a few, bro. You know that doesn't speak for the whole the whole island. So anecdotally, I'm 100 percent right. That's my point. You're not dating Bauer. No, I think I actually also think it was really strategically good for the movie because I think it would have just been like it would have been way less believable that Billy. Uh, was, was kind of who he was if he was also just dating like some random like hick white girl too that like there could not have been a connection point you know what I mean because I think it was actually a really good scene where uh, Tyra and um, what well, Gloria met like that that was one of the best scenes of the whole I thought of the whole movie especially when Woody shows up and they're like get the fuck out of the way of the TV you know get out of the TV <laughs> and then the, is that when they're watching that classless franchise, the Lakers? Yes. Oh, yeah. And then the women show up and they're like, why are you telling the moves? There's black women up there. You tell them moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that? Uh, what is that? Dwayne Wayne from a uh, different world. Kadeem Harrison, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, look, what do you call it? Uh, all right. So, I want to get into uh, some interesting talk here. All right. Let's talk, let's talk the main people in this. That... 
Yeah, that, uh, that's not coming from my house, by the way. Oh, uh, man, that's, that's me. Let me mute. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Ain't coming uh, to my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike and Scott are like, we just moved. Uh, are we going house. into the Are we going into the Vista View segment? <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I'm Demetrius, kidding. you can unmute now. I hope it's gone. Uh, but what, what do you call it? it? So, look, what, what do you, all right, what do you, what do you want? Like, so I mentioned at the beginning that their careers took off this. Um, do y'all give this credit for sort of their ascension? Obviously, Woody's Woody left Wesley Snipes in the dust. Um, and they, those two did have Yes. Dude, Wesley yeah. did Blade, bro. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, saying, like, if you look at it from, like, who's at the better 30-year run? Well, I have seen him in way more stuff than Wes, so... Yeah, alright. I mean, I think... But Blade was still cool. Well, look, look, trust me. As a black kid, you're 10 years old, everybody, I went to my fifth grade class, we had four black kids in there, right? We had to write a journal every day, and every day when we tried to share it, and all of our stories were about how we were basically Blade, and like we would have other people in the class be like, random vampire hunters with us or whatever, so I love Blade. Wes, I feel witty... Not, not through, through no, no fault of Westwell. Well, yes, maybe through some fault of Westwell. You should have paid his taxes, bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I honestly, like, no bullshit, like, I think no if he would have paid his taxes, he would have still been the man. Like, I'm happy to see like, him make a comeback, you know, like, seeing him in Coming to America 2, even though people hated it. Like, just to see him make a comeback, like, I was happy. Yeah, back on the street. Because he was a man, bro. Like, y'all, y'all, you guys have been talking about passing your But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's acting like New Jack City was in the thing, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. So, so, I guess, guess my, my, more more of my thing, thing is from this movie onwards, uh, I, 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 I can make the argument that Wesley had the better, like, up until this. Uh, well, not even just up until this, right? But, like, Wesley was, was, in a, was at a point where he was, what do you call it, where he was bigger, right? Because he came into the film already bigger from being in, what do you call it, Major League and being in, what do you call it, and obviously, like, Jack City. We already came in quite a bit of dust. What's up? Willie Mays. Yeah, 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 right. And, and like, that's, that's bigger than being on TV, TV at the time, even though uh, Woody's on a fucking monumental TV show. I mean, a monster. Of I mean, he did. A monster. Of he did U.S. Marshals, which I thought was a pretty dope movie. Great. Right. No, you know, I hate that movie. That movie has a fucking weak ass Robert Downey Jr. That's your man. That's your man. Yeah. Who plays a better Who plays a better black man? Robert Downey Jr. or Yeah, he starts to do what, you know, he's in Hunger Games, Hunger Games, Games you guys were in Hunger Games, Zombie Land. 
Okay, sorry, Zombieland. 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 Zombieland.
if you have the first overall pick, but if, the, if you're up next in the draft and these two are available, who do you choose first? Like, you're filling out the rest of your team. They're not your star player, let's be honest, right? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sidney, bro, because I feel like he would at least be a locker room presence. And I mean, I wouldn't pass him the ball at the three-point line, I'll tell you that much. But <laughs> I can count on him to at least, you know, hit a... Hit a bank shot, hit a, hit a layup, shot, you know, and at least be a locker room presence where he's going to be talking shit, getting in people's heads, um, uh, defending. He's basically like Michael Cooper's character. I was, I would say he's like a, he'd be like a more likable dream on green. Okay. Oh God, no fucking way. You don't think so? Demetrius, back me up here, Demetrius. I was thinking the Dejounte Murray. Oh. Wow. Scott doesn't know who that is. Was that the Black Zora? Yeah. Alright, who are y'all taking? Alright, so, so we've already heard, 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 heard Mike's Mike Rob Lincoln style, style uh, recently. Uh, <laughs> 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 Whatever. Give me a chance, Scott. Who are y'all choosing first? I'm dead, bro. I'm dead, bro. I'm definitely choosing Woody, dude. You gotta be able to D up. Look, Sydney never played D. You're playing two on two basketball. It's not very race relations. Two on two. I'm not, I don't care it's not about race relations anything. Woody, in the last game, when they're playing the dudes who should have beat him, Woody's on a, a 6'4 black guy. Woody Harrelson's like a 5'9 white guy. Like, I know, but like, but that's what I mean. Like, He, he had to beat that dude up. Yeah, that's a good point. That, that's a good point. Ah, oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, it's not like they have to be your first overall pick or even a top ten pick. Just your next in the draft, these two are available, and they're yeah. Pretend like you're in the fantasy hoops team that always loses to me every year. Hey, I had a lot of injuries, man. Second year in a row. Yeah, we played in COVID. Everybody sounds like a Lakers fan, Wiggins. Yeah, man, I'll probably have to say. I'm gonna have to go with Billy, man. Watch that. Because he can he can give you those those Luca stats. Yeah. Like, oh, that's he can that's shoot. That's he can pass. Good. Even though Luca doesn't defend anything, he'll he'll <laughs> defend. So, so yeah. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go with Billy. Also, here's my issue. Uh, I, I, look, just, just like, like Demetrius brought this up, you just watch, you can tell that, uh, Woody Harrelson was a better basketball player. Oh, yeah, that, definitely. That, that had to affect the plot in some capacity. Really, really quick, I have to ask this question. No, in real life. So, let's say the rules were, you can't pick it up and eat it. If you rolled a Twinkie toward Luka Doncic, do you think he could stop it from going past it? He would eat it. No, but the rule is you can't pick it up and eat it. Well, but you can still eat it. You don't have. To, you just can't pick it up, right? You can That's what I mean. I don't think he's athletic enough to get oh, down. Wow! Wow! It's harder to find a way to get that twinkie, all right? That boy Bowers said, "Fuck Luca." No, I like him too. Oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> next, 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 he's gonna shave joke the Joker. No, dude. Okay, in real life, though, Luke is like a hero for all us white, white dad bod guys. <laughs> what about Jokic? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Is, is, is Luca? 
Well, because he's not the American Scott, dream. you look closer to Joby than you do Luca. Like, Luca's <laughs> really handsome, very charming, right? Like, you know? I mean, you've just described my first two characteristics on my Tinder profile. I mean, how <laughs> Like if they're playing together, know, like as a Demetrius, oh, no, man. De- Demetrius, I trust that you're extraordinarily better than me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can make a pass though. Can make a good pass, and I can take a charge. I'm a good dribbler, actually. You would be very surprised. Alright, so how much do y'all beat Duck and the King by? Uh, Scott Bowers. Scott Squarezies, Alex. Prove yourself, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely yeah. not. So, uh, Demetrius, like, you haven't met Scott yet. If I was just, if I was, I think he came to my housewarming party a little bit later. Uh, but to describe him, he kind of has, like, he has a Danny Ferry and Luke Carr hair vibe going on. Like, or Scott okay. Styles. Way more, way more. Okay. First Scott Styles. Yeah, he has a joke. Way more. No, yeah, this is just an unfair comparison. So basically, if you took, if if you took, if you took um, a young and dashing Mark Ruffalo. Okay, no, add, add Michael. He said dashing. Yeah, add Michael 
a sweetie or like Thor from Endgame type build. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. If anything, my hairline is like Jude Law. It's not that bad. Come on. Danny Fairy. Is it Danny Fairy? Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I've been taking. There's these miracle pills that that help you out. So, Wiggins knows about it, but it's for the Southern Hemisphere. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so how much y'all got? Dimitri, you got the Lamar Jackson athleticism. You got the Mike Vick look. Um, and Clint Portis look. And John John Wall look. How much y'all got? Lamar Jackson. Huh? I'm not as athletic as Lamar Jackson. Okay, how about... Okay, what about, like, you, you, you want to say, like, Josh Freeman? <laughs> or uh, maybe... Let's see. How about Darren Williams? Does Mike... Warren Moon. Randall Cunningham. Okay, Randall Cunningham somehow is... Not athletic, athletic enough, enough, but... but uh, you're not athletic, athletic enough, enough for Lamar Jackson. Athletic, athletic enough for Randall. Okay, perfect. How, how much y'all beat Duck at the King, King by? All right, and, and like, how much money do y'all win off of them? Dude, what, wasn't Duck the, the uh, tall dude? Uh, Freeman, Freeman, yeah, he's played by Freeman Williams. Demetrius, how tall are you? I'm only six one. Okay, what the hell? Very generous. Bro, I'm only six one. I've seen you hurt up to damn 6'1". I'm 5'11". Bro, I'm only 6'1". What are you talking about? I know, so I'm saying that, that seems very generous that you're 6'1". That you see, you're like, like 5'11". 5'11"? Yeah, you didn't see 6'1". Oh, he's like, a co- he's like a college stat sheet 6'1". <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you barefoot to measure you. All right, all right. So you're 6'1". Scott's 5'11". Uh, all right. Free, you're playing against Duck and King. The King. I am a true size 12. And Nike's that. Okay, no one asks that. <laughs> yeah, all right. We got to beat them by five points. Or do you all hustle them or what? What happens? We're losing. Oh, definitely. I mean... I, like I said, I can. Um, I'm extraordinarily good at uh, snapping a football. Yeah. I can um, kick uh, a soccer ball yeah. from where the goalie kicks it to midfield. Okay. Um, I can catch a football really well, as you know. I'm Ricky Kroll. Yeah. And um, my basketball skills are like I can surprise. I have actually decent handles. And um, I can make good passes. My problem is I'm a chucker. Yep. Carlton at the buzzer. Yeah. 85% from free throw. And I don't jump. So so just get me to the line. It's good. But the problem is I can't. I, I'm not big enough to create fouls. One of those Stephon Marbury, Sebastian Telfair, Kenny Anderson type games. Like Colin Cowers is waiting for Scott to get off the court. So he's like, look, come on. No, like I had this weird basketball hoop in the back of my yard or whatever. It wasn't good. It was like kind of think about um, you could get a hoop for like eighty dollars and you could pour concrete for however much it costs per pound at Home Depot if you made it yourself. And then and then like that's the court that I had, right? Because my dad was like handy, so. 
it seems like really privileged to have like a basketball court at your house, but like I have to qualify it by that. Not that good. It's not against a barn, actually. Like, yeah. but but it is like just a weird. Like you're totally out in elements. Like there's no reason that there's. It's almost like a tree's in the way. Like. Yeah, and it's, it's just, just like, like a, I don't know, nine by nine thing in concrete. It was really cool. Anyway, I got. What do you say it was breaking up? Okay, did you have one of those hoops in Michigan as well? Um, my, my rim was one of those, uh, what was those popular rims in the 90s? The, um, With the sand or the water yeah, double, in the back? Yeah, it's called, yeah, it's called double rim. That's the popular rim in the nineties. It's called double rim with chain. No, I had the I had the the one you uh, you put water or sand in it. Yes. What yeah. A hundred percent. You can roll it. Like you yeah, gotta, you can you gotta, roll it. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly exists. what he's talking about. Those those are still a thing. My little brother has one. Oh, what yeah. is this? Like, isn't like twenty three? Huh? Isn't your little brother like 23? Nah, my little brother's 19, bro, but he got that shit like 10 years ago. Oh, okay, alright. What? I didn't know. If you lived on a cul-de-sac, only one family needed to have one. Yeah, that's true. And then you could rotate driveways. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we just had a park that we go to. We had a, a double rim and a chain, uh, chain net, and that's how they discourage you from dunking. Right, right. you go out there, you dunk, and then like, like come back, back and like, like you're like missing skin, skin and everything. everything. Uh, who's, who's the best duel that they played against, y'all? It was the I feel like the dude. Who's your favorite duel, rather, more so than anything? Demetrius, go ahead. Uh, the two two dudes they beat um for the for the five five racks. Yeah. Oh, what do you call it? Yeah, they beat uh. Is that, that the, what, what is, is uh, uh, what, who, who did they beat? Uh, that, that was, was, that was, was Willie, Willie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like those two were, they were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the one that Billy psyched them out by, by, yeah. They definitely should have lost that game. Yeah. Sidney was doing a lot. I'm in the zone. I'm in the fucking zone. Yeah. What do you got in the zone, dude? Yeah. I, I am a huge fan of, like, this is, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit later on, but. The guy, the guy that wants, wants to shoot them, them um, yeah, yeah, it's like, like a weird thing. Raymond. Know. What's up? Raymond, that's his name. Okay, okay all right, yeah, yeah, so Raymond. Uh, yeah, yeah, huge fan of them. them. All right, I don't, I don't know why, but they just seem to have control of that court. That, they, they weren't playing that one at Venice either. Where were they playing that, that game at? Uh, it was like Inglewood, wasn't it? Watts. 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 Okay. All right. The towers. He was coming up. Yep. He was coming up the blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That that was my favorite. Right. They just they just owned that area and like no, it was like he came out like all Frank Lucas or whatever. Like I'm gonna go get the old pull the old Roscoe out of that ass. Right. No one was gonna do anything. So. Mike, Ron, like Ronnie Hill. Mike, what do you got? Uh, I gotta go with King and Duck, bro. Okay. Yeah, that was that was that was the final showdown. You know what I mean? Like that was the one for all the marbles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, what do you think, think of the average in high school? Give me the fifth down. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I would say this: uh, Las Vegas, UNLV had Larry Johnson. <laughs> 
Nah, you gotta do the Stephen A. Kawhi lit it. At the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you something. Watch me. What are you doing? City coming out there, just scoring these games. Right. I look at a player like Billy Hoy. Look, I'm a huge fan of Billy. A friend of mine talked to him on the phone last night. But you cannot be out there. You got to do glory out there. You just gonna give it away. What? You gonna give no damn money away? What the hell is this? I, I can do stay off the weed. I can do a decent check. Uh, nah, nah, you, you gotta do a skip A-list, bro. Fuck out of here. Nah, he's well. I mean, all all I would say is this. I mean, Billy Hoyle. I mean, just look at the stat line. Look at the stat line. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, twenty-two assists. He's not had a game where he hasn't had five assists. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're getting the stand up performances. Uh, we got to read that. we got to do the quick ad, all right? So we're going to do this ad because this person is going to be in a ward and then we'll get into the ward. So if you find yourself in any kind of issue, we know that it is tax season, we know that things are going crazy. You might run yourself into trouble, right? Maybe you can't be rent. Something's going on. We have one person you need to talk to, and everybody knows that our man, John Naughty, or the Naughty Law Group. Demetrius will love that because he is from Michigan as well. Just like John Naughty. Look, he brings a little bit of wet values to the law. You might just say, you know what? I want to settle. You might just say, I want to go to court. He is going to, number one, give you a great consultation. He's going to show you with this history of being getting clients. He's going to give you advice. He's going to do exactly what you choose to do. So I want you to check him out. People will turn him. That is John Anani. All right, let's go to get back into some awards here. So let's go. Let's go. Mike, you started to take awards stand-up performance. Who did you go with? I got to go with my boy Wesley Snipes as Sydney, bro. Killed that role. Straight up Straight asshole. asshole. <laughs> it's time to do that. You, you, you know, he might be your friend, but you look, you don't like him. You know, you definitely don't want to see him on the court. He talks a bunch of shit. Um, he made that role, bro. He made that role iconic. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel with this remake coming up with uh, Homeboy that played 50 Cent Son in Power. Well, he's chubby. <laughs> what the heck? What's up? I said that dude is chubby. Then the meat juice of your body shaving. <laughs> My bad. I mean, no, don't no. I mean, the guy's chubby. He's chubby, right? I agree. It's kind of like calling someone like white or black or like um, you know, gay or straight. Chubby's chubby, dude. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott. What do you have for stand-up performance? Um, I, I, I mean, I gotta go with Woody. Because I think, no, well, of course, but no, it's also like, I think he, he, he's like, he plays a country boy really, really well. Yeah. Like really believably well. Like I think he is maybe. And, um, but like, 
he was he's also just really believable in like who he was and how he interacted um and like my one of my favorite lines of the whole movie is like uh when he's taking him home he's talking about you can't you can't hear jimmy blah 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 and then he starts starts talking about gloria he goes that's a real fine woman you got up there and he's like hey don't touch her <laughs> right he gets all defensive and when sydney says like man i got you like man on the court you cool as a motherfucker uh, you don't even go fall for all whatever oh I dropped my phone I was hoping someone would fill in for okay uh, okay uh, Demetrius I gotta go with Wesley man he pulled off that roll the, the Pat Bev roll perfectly man Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a menace on the court. That's, That's a good comparison. Good, yeah. That is a great comparison. Yeah. I'm going to go with Rosie Perez and Gloria. Uh, I think that she was the most iconic person. She has the most... I thought she had the most famous line of the movie. All right. Facts. That's uh, when she would repeat the, 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 the food to begin with the letter Q. Um, she annoyed everybody. Now, I don't know if y'all ever dated a girl with a shitty and annoying voice. All right. I have. And uh, it just stands out. Um, I, I thought, thought that she absolutely killed it. I thought this was her the role that she is most uh, personified with, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think that this movie is the same without her, without that plot of her in it. I think it's a great point. To, to what you were saying about like uh, her being annoying or whatever, I think that was also a really believable relationship. They either hated each other or were like having sex. Sounds like a very toxic relationship. Wait, do y'all well, think of course. that? Do y'all think she ended up coming back? No. Hell no. No. <laughs> Billy was toxic, man. Yeah, Billy was really toxic. Toxic king. Yeah. Which is also really believable, unfortunately. Like, yeah. Very bad money. Very irresponsible. You can't get that guy. Him and Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis from Pulp Fiction. I feel like they copy... Uh, Billy, Billy, Billy and Lori for Bruce, Bruce Willis' Willis's character in uh, Pulp Fiction. They owe money to the mob, and then he has an ethnic girlfriend. Nah. No. I mean, I, no, I see it. No, I see it. I think the difference is that Bruce Willis's character, his ethnic girlfriend, is a king. Woody's is just uh, a whiner. Uh, no, he's, he, he likes the caramel flavors between okay. the, right. <laughs> the vanilla and the chocolate or whatever. Okay, I got you. All right. <laughs> Uh, so, so Stone Cold appearance came in for a cameo and crushed it. Um, I'm gonna go with our I'm gonna go with our main man uh, Marcus Johnson playing uh, Raymond just because they were able to get a uh, NBA legend in there. So shout, shout out to the main man. Amazing. Also, Alex Trebek gets some love too. Um, but who do y'all got? Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Man, I gotta go with the glove, bro. Uh, who did he play? Uh, that's the thing. He didn't even play anybody. He was on the movie as an uncredited appearance. So he was basically just a street baller. You had to really spot him out there playing on the court. Is that a Stone Cold appearance, though? Yeah, because it's a glove, bro. What does he do? Man, if you see that head, you see that head on the screen, bro, you know it's good. Okay, all right, cool. I was a fan of the 90s, but I fucked with him, so. Okay. 
He uses his head as defense. His butthead actually has like uh, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think that Sid had any problems with uh, the glove Gary Payton? He would have got his ass whooped, bro. You think Billy Boyle had any issues with the uh, glove Gary Payton? He would have got his ass whooped, too. Okay. Alright. Well, no, I'm saying the, the mic from the uh, last dance quote when, uh, when he's like, I had the glove Gary Payton. <laughs> 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 that was a funny I guy, mean, bro. Because he talked all that shit, and then it's like they played the clip for him, which is real problematic. Like, that's just them stirring it up, which I love it. But his reaction, like his facial reaction, just said it all. Yeah, I think we talked about it in the episode. That to me was like a big brother, little brother comment, you know. <laughs> like, um, so I had a uh, what are we at? Stone Cold appearances. Yeah. I had a uh, Silk Cozart. Wait, what? I know it doesn't count. But Who is that? Just- uh, that that's uh that's, that's your, your boy. boy. He plays the security guard who gets Gloria on. Um. Oh yes, okay, okay. all right, yes. yes. What else is Silk in? in? Uh, Will Smith. So the fuck Will Smith? <laughs> what the? Okay, all right, God, what is this? All right, what? Okay. I was about to get smacked. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Let's get a fucking wave of followers just who hate me. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, already, already have uh, Keep right, my name so, in your fucking mouth. All right. So, so, all right, so, 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 Hey man, it was Gary Payton, man. Nah, yeah, that seems like a hate was like that, that's know? big for an NBA player, you know. Just yeah. to... it's not big down Marcus Johnson and Freeman Williams. It's made for an NBA player to talk shit. Okay, yeah, right, back it up. Okay. I just, no. He had no lines. I don't even remember being in it. Uh, okay. okay, listen, you saw him chewing gum, bro, and you knew it was him. Okay, all right. Uh, let's go with best joke. joke. All right, so. I gotta go with this one from uh, Mr. Billy Hoyle. When he said, What? You still throwing up bricks? What is this, a Mason's convention? Watch, clank, clank. I need like a welding torch to play in this league. I got an idea. Let's just stop right now and gather up all these bricks and let's build a shelter for the homeless. So maybe you're not. <laughs> yes, I love that one. That um, was, it was so fucking I went with this one. Man, oh man, shut your anorexic malnutrition take one and have an overdose on Dick Gregory Bond, maybe and die drinking ass up. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh god, it's so good too. Yes. That rapid fire with them same lines too. I loved my favorite one was uh man fuck you man, your mother's an astronaut. <laughs> Wait, you said that Sydney. Sydney. But the best part was all of the follow up. He goes, man, fuck you, my mother's not an astronaut. And then it goes into a whole thing. And yeah, he's like, you're right, you're right. you know, your mother's so fat, your mother's so big. Oh, let's get off of mothers. I just got a few years last night, whatever. Yes, yes. And then he goes, he goes, okay, 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 okay. Correct. He goes, okay, okay, okay. I take it back. Your mother's not an astronaut. Your father's not an astronaut. You know, you'll never be an astronaut. No, an astronaut in your family. It's like, all right. And he starts walking away. And he goes, you know, uh, I mean, me telling your mother... Me telling you your mother's an astronaut is just another way of me telling you you're fucked up. What do you got? 
Um, that was kind of hard for me. There was just so many funny jokes, man. I really couldn't pinpoint like one that really just stood out to me. Like a kid trying to take a test, with a kid that the teacher calls on him. Hey, baby, teacher, you gonna ask? But I like the interaction once about uh the dude who played Dwayne Wayne. That was that was funny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought that was one of my favorite parts yeah. of
Right. But let's be honest, bro. Like those TV shows in the in the nineties were the shit. Like, well, they were the shit. Yeah. But like, what she won fourteen thousand the first episode, and then I don't remember how much she won the next four or whatever. Yeah, stop playing, bro. You would have you would have done anything to get on like Double Dare, fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple, just to win. Well, yeah. The crack. Those are just show up, right? She spent time, time which just should have been you going to an actual fucking library and hopping in a damn bike. bike. <laughs> Wiggins, Wiggins, she's trying to win money. Yeah, you can, you can win money. Like, like, be smart. Like, she's wasted. Like, like, she ain't got a job. Right. Is someone saying that Rosie is time passes by? No, I'm saying it's timeless. Okay, I No, her character in this. Her character in this. Rosie's timeless. I'm not. Timeless. Yeah, Rosie's time is, bro. I, I'm Here's why. Do I have in, anyone else here? I, are you all secure enough to admit that you love Whitney Houston like I do? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to sing a song? No, I need to, I need yes. I need all yes. Yeah. Okay. So, here's my point. Um, do you guys know the first album by Whitney Houston was called Whitney Houston? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. The, one of my favorite songs on that album is The Greatest Love of All. Yeah. And basically, that entire song, <clears throat> to me, fixes all the problems that there are in feminism. And I'm not saying feminism is bad. There's not. There's, but of course, there's that version. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm bringing it up. I'm saying every sort of movement itself, there are toxic parts of it, right? And so, Whitney Houston, to me, that song, The Greatest Love of All, to me is universal so it's like it's all it's not like there's not like a feminist part about it there's not a masculine part of it. it's everything the greatest love of all is yourself you got to love yourself more than and be secure about yourself more than anybody because guess what yeah people you love die people that you're around die people that you love turn out to hate you your enemies hurt you i'm telling you i'm not saying it's morbid i'm saying it's real life no, no, this, this is after real life. Rosie Perez, bro. I'm coming back to it. Give me a couple seconds. All right. I think like 20 people dropped off already. Five no, hours man. later. <laughs> okay, so my point is, great stuff of all. The great stuff of all is yourself. Rosie Perez, in that movie, the whole part, sometimes when you win, you lose. Sometimes when you win, you lose, you win. Sometimes when you tie, you tie. But sometimes when you tie, you win. The point is what she's saying is when I'm thirsty, I want water. I want you to know what it means when I thirst. And what he's saying, I'm thirsty and I want water. I want to have sex. I want to screw whatever, right? The difference is like she is a very healthy person and he's a super, super toxic person like we talked about. And she is actually really, really healthy and secure and as a woman in that movie, like a really, really good and I think like even like a character you should look up to. Yeah. As a woman, like, as, as a portrayal, yeah, like, as a portrayal, as a character in a movie. And I think that they actually accomplished this in that movie. And I don't know if it's, like, taken seriously about it for a lot of people, but I think it's really real. Like, I'm going to have a daughter soon or whatever, right? Like, in 20, to, you know, five years, when she was Demetrius's age, when, she, when he first watched it, I'll show it to her. And, like, the, my point is going to be, like, look, look at, look at Gloria. <laughs> that's that's a fucking woman right there. Do you want her to be spending time, time versus studying, studying Jeopardy, Jeopardy versus studying other things? Yes, but not spending her time with Billy Doyle. 
Hey, but listen, let me wrap this up real quick, bro. Time passed it by. I gotta say, Sydney's cycle cap. That shit is definitely long gone. Like, okay, I'm gonna take a picture of the cap that I have on by Burton. Please which don't. Is an American company. Made in America, by the way, which I'll be proud of them. Yeah. And they lead uh, what their business is. Good company. And he's, and he's a socialist, and all of the people who work there make, like, percent, no, they make percent, no, they make very good money for doing what they love, dude. Like, How much are they paying you for this ad, bro? Not at all, but, like, let's get them. Uh, all right, well, anyway, my second point. I'm setting up the selfie of a cap that I have that is basically based on that exact same cycle cap that Wesley is wearing. Okay. You don't wear that shit out in public, bro. I absolutely do. I've seen the thing I'm sending this to you right now as for podcasting, Mike. So that you can rob him. Rob him. He was walking around Colombia with that, bro. Well, it goes to my knees. <laughs> He was just asking to get pickpocketed with that outfit. I just don't want. I just don't want him looking from behind. That's that's the problem. There, the the pickpocket's gonna come from from way underneath. <laughs> that's what you want. It's like uh, a, okay. no, it's like a wallet in You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're sick. You're a sick man. All right, cool. Um, what was timeless for me was um the fashion, the 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 kicks, man. Okay. Seeing um like the opening scene, um. I saw Jordan Fives, um, the the pump Nikes, like which which um Billy, uh, that shoe got really big just because of that movie. Oh, really? I forget the exact name of that Nike shoe, but yeah, man, the 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 that was a pump Nike. Yeah, th- there wow. was. He, that was that's the, the pair he had on. Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember the Reebok pumps. Yeah, yeah. No, like that. No, I forgot the name yeah, of them. But the Air Billy Air Hoyle, like yeah, they had like a, I think they had a pump on them. Yeah, the Air Command. I don't think it's a pump though. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh. No, he pumped him. He did. He pumped him in the movie. Oh, okay. Well, I know that there's a Nike Air Command Forces or whatever. But yeah, but yeah it, was, it was yeah it was the the kicks for me. Yeah, so yeah, they had that inflatable air fit technology apparently. Uh, you can buy this and go for five hundred dollars or seventeen hundred dollars. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, it's expensive. To me, he had an air command. Yes. No, and he even made a joke about it. He even made a joke about it because he he pumped him up. And then he was like making a joke about their Reebok pumps that his were so much better. And he did this little like release thing after he made a couple shots or whatever. So basically, it sounds like you trying to promote Brixton. Who is the you? And what is Brixton? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Wesley's career. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the perfect one. That's a good one, yo. That's the perfect one. <laughs> right. Scott, what do you got? Yeah, that's it. That's it. End this. End this shit, bro. That, that. That's the perfect way to drop it. Oh, you still got other awards. Okay. I'm kidding. I know. Uh, yeah. So Travis, that's definitely a mic drop. Yeah, that was good. So Travis for me was um basketball, but I false. Um, college basketball, yes, I did. No, I mean no, not in the act. False. Yes, you do. Stop. Okay. Like, there's a, so many games, and to your point, we already joked about it, the game you don't care about on Tuesdays, but now I have to care about it. I'm like the old guy that likes rock and roll and, like, still likes hip-hop, but it's not, like, only hip-hop all the time. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just like really good hip-hop, yeah. Oh, Run the Jewels Camp. Also, Young Thug, Young Thug, Young Thug also can. I'm sorry I didn't buy the baby's debut album immediately. I have a folder of like hip hop albums and it shows, and it shows Scott, Scott moving around right now. Young Doug was listening. We just pulled it from the folder that we shared. All right, so. No. I love it. It's a new thing I just. It's a new album I just put up today, and then all of a sudden he's quoting it. Demetrius, do you know about Young Thug and Jamie XX? Is the question. Jamie XX. So you know Young Thug's version of Good Times. I know there's gonna be good times. I never you know heard that song. What? Oh my god. Yeah. Good times, Young Thug. Look it up. You're, it's you're gonna be like he's so old, but like this is a good song. <laughs> you're, like to me, you're gonna be to me. He's so old. Yes. Uh, sorry, sorry, so Scott, Scott, so you got, got basketball as basketball time list, and, and what, what else you got, got on this? <coughs> uh, oh, Ben's Beach. Okay, yeah, Ben's Beach. Time passed by... Time passed by is Jeopardy. What? What? It died. You don't like the Jeopardy died. Damn. Alright. Uh, yeah, that's the one thing you and Stephen A have in common. You guys are both Aaron Rodgers fans. Like, agreed. What do you got here? So famous audition. Okay, David Duchovny and Charlie Sheen were both considered for Billy Oil. Charlie Sheen turned it down because he said that he didn't think that he would have fun doing it. Um, absolute travesty that Charlie Sheen was not in this, and I could ah uh, just see him playing the completely inept nerdy. Like just, he could just basically his character for money talks. Absolutely, not. he would have been terrible for this movie. Yeah, you know he can't ball, bro. You know he can't ball. Okay, oh, sorry, yeah, that's a good point. I just meant in terms of yeah, you're right. Never mind. What about David Duchovny? Nope. Okay, all right. It would have been like Jay Leno out there. <laughs> What's wrong with David Duchovny? No, no, alright. Charlie Sheen, maybe. No, I'm kidding. No, never. I'm kidding. Keanu Reeves is maybe the only other white guy that I could think about. That would have been terrible. I don't know, maybe. No, that would not work. I agree. 
He could have got Mark Wahlberg would have been good. Okay. This is my problem with Duchovny, bro. Like, people got used to seeing him like in the X Files, like investigating like paranormal shit. Like, he would not be doing that on the court. He'd, he'd be over there like trying to investigate, you know, the hustle. Like, yeah. How is it that you made this money disappear? Yeah. He'd be he'd be the cop film working in as like an infiltrator from the CIA. No way. Okay, so I think the only way that could have worked is if they flipped the roles. Keanu was Sydney, and then they had a like a country black guy, like uh, I don't know Kendrick Perkins, like a young skinny Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> As, as Billy I'm, Hoyle. I'm, I'm only laughing because Kendrick Perkins be saying some funny stuff on ESPN. He's amazing, dude. I love Kendrick Perkins. Uh, so also, what do you call Carry on. Fox has yeah. studio to try to get Denzel to play Sydney. That would not work at all. You know he would have been the alpha. Well, yeah, it just wouldn't have worked. Man, but he did an amazing job and he got game. Yeah, so, no, different. Uh, I mean, he did comedy at this point. Like, he still, still can't really do it now. I don't think it would have worked. Yeah, just I Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I saw I saw that movie Two Kings or Two. What is it called? Two Guns. Yeah. All right. So, well, White White Man Can't Jump was like maybe the best version of a basketball movie you could do. Yeah. All right. So check this out. Let's do. Got how the pipes were working. Good. All right, All right ready? ready? One, One, two, two and, and three. Standing there, meant to be exhausted, exhausted. just to at you. Chances, my hate is nothing <laughs> new. This time, come back, direct attack. If you're mad as I am, you will show. I want that smoke. All right. Raymond. I'm sorry, bro. Raymond tried to pull the fucking gun. All right. Hey, you guys like right over my stuff, by the way. I, like, yeah. Okay. First of all, I don't know if it was Raymond now, because I don't think it's not. Raymond was Marcus Johnson. It wasn't him. Whoever it was that went and pulled the Roscoe, I don't know if that was Duck Johnson or Hey, give me all the money in the cash. That was Raymond, bro. That was Raymond. Okay. Yeah. Raymond is the one that pulled the gun. Like, no, when they got hustled, that was Raymond? Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. I fact checked it too on IMDb, so. Okay, and then Raymond all the way. Okay, who else did you all. You guys you got have somebody else under who, uh... I'm piggybacking off your point. Just your point, man. Yeah, yeah, he went and robbed a liquor store, and then... No, I love that scene, though. He literally goes, he goes, Because uh, then that was the first hustle, right? That they were doing that was in Watson. Yeah. And he goes, I'm going to take that guy right there, that chump right there, coming off of the, coming off of the fucking train. And he's like, I got you 1,000 cities pulling money out of everywhere, dude. He like pulls, pulls the last five out of his crotch or something like hilarious. He's like, my $1,000. 
And then he's like, uh, trying to get a chain, trying to do something. And he goes, he's like, hold on, I'll be right back. Goes, gets his gun, and then goes to the liquor store. He's like, hey, give me your money. And he's like, Raymond, is that you? <laughs> and then he fucking sells him the gun, bro. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things. You need a good gun, man. That was funny. So wait, so why would you sell your only gun? Okay, yeah, 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 if you're a watch, bro, you got Probably it. a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, all right, so, uh, okay. Uh, I don't, okay, who put this? Tyra. God, 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 God. I know. Rhonda. Rhonda. Okay. So, so why do you think that she deserves to get her ass No, she's no, not. That's not the award. No, I thought the award was who wants that smoke. Yeah. Oh, but she's going to win. That's why I put her. She wants that smoke. She's going to win. No, 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 no. You're, you're misinterpreting how I'm misinterpreting it. My my point is, she was literally like every scene that she was in. She was just like fucking alpha female. Like again, the women characters in this movie are actually really good. Like, I know, but they're both great. And and like, uh, I, they do a great job of like supporting their men, but being very positive. Like literally being like the better versions of those guys. And my favorite, my like for her, my favorite line is Rosie comes up, she's chewing the gum, she's like, yeah, is Sydney here? <laughs> Smacking her up. She's like, um, who are you? Like coming to her house, dude. Like, it was great. And then, um, you know, they come to agreement and she's like, I ain't giving back that money. She's like, I live in the Vista View apartments. And let me tell you, there ain't no vista, there ain't no view, and there sure as hell ain't no vista of no damn view. Probably. Okay, so, alright, so I wish nothing but the worst. So this award is pretty similar to the last one, but we both. So let's just. Usually, like Robert Downey Jr. on this, but he didn't appear in the film for some reason. So, uh, well, whoever, who wants to start with that one? The mobsters. Damn. 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 Nah, I'm not on Titanic. The Stucci brothers. The Stucci brothers. Look, they're solid. Look, when he repainted them at the end, and they wanted to make an example to keep their street cred, they pretended to have shot them, took a picture, and let them live. However, the only violence in the movie was committed by Titanic, of course. <laughs> They punched him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, tied him up. Uh, alright, so, Demetrius, you put, uh, you put something as well. Kadeem. Damn! His yeah. character was so annoying. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't see him make one layup in the entire movie. He reminds of the black guy, the black guy from Die Hard, or whatever, the asshole all the time. Like, that's helping the Germans. Yeah. I did love that he wanted to go to Sisma, though. <laughs> he said he was going to Sisma. He's going to go to the one by SoFi. Yeah. 
one that one made it through gentrification. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? That's a real one. Remembering, was she also holding a baby always in Boys in the Hood? It was the same Oh, you mean the team that uh, has beat your Giants? Like, what is it now? Two years in a row? I mean, the team that has won something good will go quick. The team that was last good when this book came out. That's what I mean. Um, so it's only fitting. Yeah. So we all left the stakes. Okay, these are some good ones. A bit harsh. Go for it, y'all. Wait. I put, okay, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. so, so Billy, Billy Royal, Royal um, I use the term, I don't want to use the podcast here, but he's, he's got to be better with money, um, he, he is, yeah, this guy is just, just bad, bad. I, 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 yeah, like, two, two different times he loses money in the movie, movie right, right, and, and also he doesn't realize the city hustles don't quite win in that, he got to be up far on these and not let your ego get in the way, especially when, uh, what do you call it? Well, they lost it three times. He lost somebody when trying to slam him down when he couldn't. And since he doesn't drop it, right? Right, I called him out, though. Yeah. Yeah, so just bad. Dude, Sydney was just. Sydney was irresponsible, also. But he's a little bit more grounded, right? Yeah, but look at the car. had like six jobs, though. But. But look at that car he was driving. They were still living in the projects. <laughs> that made oh, no sense. Like his wife is. You called him Armenian. I'm saying his girls. Girls getting them. Yeah, like he should have been moved them out out of Section Eight housing, like. Yeah. Come on. What, what, what about the that was definitely low income. It looked like where I live. There weren't no vistas. I think I think he said it was in the jungle. I think he said the jungle. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. I mean, he yeah, so Sydney was a blood though. Uh, they live in Baldwin Hills. Hills, right? I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, jungle's over there. Yeah, the jungle's right next to Baldwin Hills. Okay, right. Yeah. Good for good for everybody down there, man. They're doing well. I mean, in a way that like, I don't know. 
Do you think, do you think they came, came across the lines of training while he was there? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. What was the name of the of the leader in training day from the jungle bone? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think with uh, Leon Let Mistakes for me was probably um, maybe actually Gloria. Like why she would so. No, 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 no. So, but apparently, we didn't. No, 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 no. We didn't talk. So, we didn't actually talk about this ever. And my defense is up. Doug, you always move the goalposts. I know, but no, I don't. I, I make. I actually just play both sides. I don't go for one goal the whole time. You switch at halftime, bro. So anyway, the um, my point is. Remember why they owed the Stucci brothers money? Oh, wait, I, I didn't catch that. Why did they owe? Oh, he, he bailed on the game, right? Or he got his ego got tested before the Michael J. Fox went back to the future and, like, decided to not throw the game, right? Correct. But, this is my point. When they, at that moment, when they promised that they would, like, fuck her up because she was dating him or whatever. Mm-hmm. She said that it's my debt, too, the whole time. Okay. And that was a little too much, I think. You got to realize, like, I'm the victim here, you know? Yeah. And, uh, although it's very difficult to him, she loved him, so. That's what I would say, though. My point is, she's, she fucked up from the beginning about why she liked it. Okay. Uh, Demetrius and Mike, y'all got some, uh, y'all have to, I mean, my whole point to this was also just regarding Rosie Perez and, um, just her knowing damn well that she, she shouldn't be taking Billy back, you know? Because that, that dude was not going to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and he could have been that great in the sack either. I don't know, man, he could dunk when he needed to. <laughs> what? 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 At the end, oh, at the end, he gets it out of you. Okay. Yeah, I'll also say um, Billy being very irresponsible with with money, which is an understatement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, he was giving me anxiety. Seriously. <laughs> and let me let me ask you this: Who gave you more anxiety in this in in in, in a movie? Billy being irresponsible with money or Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems, which is how much of a Oh, God Oh, man. <laughs> Uncut Gems, that whole movie was like, I'm not even anxious. Like, I usually just smoke weed and I'm never anxious. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I didn't smoke weed when I watched this movie. <laughs> I would say Adam was definitely worse because he ended up dead. Yeah. And I don't think anybody was sad about him getting shot either. No, it was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, finally this dude fucking shuts up. I think people at least would have been disappointed had, uh, had the mobs were shot Billy. Yeah, good. He's still a bit likable, you know? Yeah. It wasn't slimy. He's just bad with money. Yeah. Wesley, Wesley says the line of the whole thing. Against my better judgment, it's my weakness. I I actually like you, Billy. All right, so let's get some hard shots in here. Final thoughts on the film, y'all. It's definitely an iconic 
<laughs> no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. too good. Mike, I gave you the chance to even chose not to. You can't even bring it up. Other stuff now. Um, I didn't. Go ahead, Demetrius. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely feel like um, it was an iconic film. Um, yeah. for like in in the early nineties. Um, you know that's when basketball. You know, really, like, they wanted to push the international level of basketball. I'm just imagining, you know, maybe, you know, teens watching that in other countries, you know, growing up, you know, influenced, being influenced by the game of basketball. And and uh, it, was, it was very entertaining, uh, you know, a lot of jokes. Uh, like I, I said before, like, I thought the fashion was super dope. And, you know, it's... it's in the phrase white man can jump will forever last you know so facts it's an icon yeah. movie to me what should the sequel be black man can't swim or what <laughs> racial <laughs> men one yeah whatever so uh Mike Mike uh Mike you were gonna say something no I was just gonna say a question as a parting shot What's more, when it comes down to sports films, what sport has developed the most iconic movies? Boxing. Baseball. I gotta go basketball. Really? I don't think there's that many good ones. I think it's this one, Coach Carter, and then Hoosiers. I mean, we just talked about uh, Demetrius mentioned he got game earlier. I thought that was a good movie. Love it, basketball. Yeah, oh yeah, I love That's a top five. Yeah. Oh. Wait, you guys like this movie? Love and basketball. Hell yeah. What? That's a top. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I was just mad because he 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 gave a girl the ultimatum once about making a basket, and that shit backfired on him. <laughs> Yo, he played her so hard, man. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, Demetrius looks like Omar Epps, so I understand why he liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's why you have something like this where it's only two on two. 
uh, that, that ranked rank pretty, pretty high, right? Because, like, like, five on, like, Coach Carter, man, or, or, like, I know I ranked it as one of, one of the better ones, ones but that, Lord, yeah, blue chips, yeah, blue chips, I like blue chips. Yeah, six, six man was funny, bro. Was funny, yeah. Shout out to Martin Wayans. Shout out to Kevin Hardison. Glory Row. Scott, what's that one that you like that you watch all the time? Uh, Celtic Pride. Semi Pro. Daniel Stern. No, Semi Pro with Will Ferrell. It's fucking hilarious. Baby, you want to love the sexy? To wrap it up for me, in terms of what I felt about this movie overall. We talked about it a little um, bit, which is the most important. The fact that this most literally came out during. <laughs> no, but like I think the we talked about it a little bit, but the uh, fact that this literally came really out interesting during like, when you think of Rodney it coming King, out after, you're like oh, very shortly like, after. Dude, movies take um, so long. It was really interesting because like when you think of it coming out after, you're like oh they plan to do that. Dude, movies take like so long. So it, back then. Like if you saw it after, if you, it was well, that's my point. My point. What I'm saying is, can't plan it like that. Like, my point is, my point is, like if you saw it after, if you, it was insane in your drink. My point, like Hollywood can't plan it like that. Like in some ways they can, of course, but like in this instance, it was really it was capturing the mood of what life should be, and then like this whole social unrest sort of still happens. And like the the fact that it was it was leading a cultural movement so far ahead of its time versus what the current environment of the of the world was. That's why I'm saying it doesn't matter if it was before or after. I'm not saying it was like a reaction uh, to it. You are actually right. Uh, Rodney King did happen a few weeks before this. I was thinking of it basically. before it was released, right? Uh, yeah, a few weeks before it yeah. uh, came in theaters. Yeah, Rodney King happened like three. Weeks but, before that. But my point is they're they're developing it and making it way more than that actually yeah, yeah, happens, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's kind of like this idea of what I was saying is like it's, it's just showing it's such an artistic movie in that true sense that like it's it's so far ahead of what's socially happening and, and still right, you know? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking about the, the song April 1992. Yeah, that came out after, obviously. That was responsible. Uh, yeah, uh, so nevertheless. All right, well, look, everybody, uh, this was great. White Man Can't Jump. We will see you all next week. Avengers, disassemble. Peace out.